There's another story that's in the news that I I got to tell you I didn't I didn't know the numbers were this high. I had heard about it, but I find these numbers a bit staggering. Uh, Attorney Adam Slater is on the phone. He is an attorney with Slater, Slater Shulman. There's a lawsuit with 550 plaintiffs, 550 women claim Uber failed to protect female riders from sexual assault. Uh, Adam, are they all female? Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, the my clients are mostly female, almost all, but there are, you know, there are a few exceptions. There are a few men cases. I also want to clarify that, you know, I filed, I haven't filed all 155 cases, 550 cases rather. I'm, I'm filing them on a rolling basis because they're each individual cases. This is not a class action. Interesting. Well, you've got a big job ahead of you, but I know that your firm does this. This is what you do. So Uber came out, said they yeah. couldn't comment because it's, you know, pending litigation. That's what we always hear. Um, but they did say there's a new safety feature out that includes the ability for riders to call or text 911 through the Uber app, ride check to monitor if a trip has gone off course or perhaps if a crash has occurred, GPS tracking and background checks on drivers. But it sounds like what has happened is pretty, pretty horrific. Yeah, even any any type of modifications they try to make now certainly aren't going to help my clients that were, you know, previously abused. But I don't think the measures they're putting in place even now are enough. And you know, that's that's going to be part of what what my clients and and my law firm prove in this lawsuit. And how do you determine to file? each case individually as opposed to make it a class action suit? So we're going to be filing the cases, and we've started. There's a coordinated proceeding in San Francisco. That means the cases are all consolidated um, over there in California. However, some cases, uh, for example, we're, we're getting ready to file one in Cook County, um, are going to be filed individually based on where the plaintiff resides. You know, there, there, there's certain legal strategies behind each decision on where to file. So we have people in the Chicagoland area who have had this experience, who have been raped or sexually assaulted while riding in an Uber. I, I, I represent clients, yes, from, from Cook County and other parts of Illinois as well. And this has never really made the headlines, has it? I mean, is, is Uber good at keeping this quiet or how has this been managed? You know, that 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 would be a question I think would be better suited for Uber. They've done a great job of keeping it out of the headlines. However, it is a prevalent problem. Um, I would argue that even their own reports underestimate the numbers uh, of women and, like I said, a couple of men that have been sexually abused in their cars. So what do we do? To stay safe in an Uber, I mean, you're talking to 550 people who've had this experience. What have you learned that can keep the rest of us safe? Well, unfortunately, there's nothing, you know, that can be that can undo what's been done to them. And that's a travesty. But what we can do is lawyers such as myself, you know, really do help um, change industries for the better. And I'm hoping that this case does that and makes the world a safer place for Uber riders and rideshare riders in general. Look, I have two daughters. I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for them, too. I'm looking out for, you know, also the future women, the uh, future women riders. What do you think after talking with your plaintiffs, with the people you're representing, what do you think could be done to keep us all safe? Oh, I think, I think first of all, the background checks have to be 
yeah, they, they, they must do fingerprinting, in my opinion, biometric fingerprinting. That would really stop a lot of the, the drivers that are, are going to commit the sexual assaults from even getting through. Uh, I think that's a major one. I think another great feature would be allowing women riders to select other female, you know, female drivers. I think that would add a comfort level. And one one thing that I personally think the most important thing could be would be requiring cameras in the car. I think that would both be a deterrent and it would also be a tool to prevent the actual sexual assaults. Absolutely. That would certainly help. Thank you so much for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Representing 550 people who have been sexually assaulted in an Uber, which is a frightening thought if that's something you do every weekend in Chicago, attorney Adam Slater. Time to get a check on weather and traffic with Mary Vandeveld.